Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we're excited to feature Christina Morris. Um, so tell us about yourself. So I guess I've always been interested in filmmaking ever since I was little. I was always grabbing someone's phone, trying to make some kind of story. Um, so I always knew I wanted to go to film school and I go to SUNY Oswego um, mm -hmm. and I'm in a film program. I have a YouTube channel that started off with my dad making like documentaries on abandoned places. And then from there, I started just making short films. And now it's just totally filled with short films. And I'm I'm hoping to just keep on making films as much as I can. Cool. Um, so that's what first inspired you to get into filmmaking. It seems like your dad made a bunch of films. Yeah, when we were, when I was younger, I was always using his phone. And then he also has like a creative side. So he would tell me he has an idea. And I was always into horror and thriller. So mm -hmm. also really focus on that. Um, uh, so how did you continue your journey into filmmaking? So after going to school, I guess the biggest decision I made was buying my Blackmagic camera because mm -hmm. once, I, once I got like a real camera, I started to learn more about like the, the physical things about filmmaking, like lighting and the settings the camera needs to be at and how to actually make the, the film look professional. So then I just got more immersed in filmmaking because before it was kind of just like for fun and mm -hmm. then now it was like now I'm taking it really seriously and every time I make a new short film I try to add something that I didn't learn before that now I can learn so like I guess last semester I focused a lot on lighting so now I have better lighting in all my films and then over the summer my goal is to get better at audio. Okay um, so tell us about the film that you submitted. So I submitted a film called How I De-Stress, and this was actually a film done for Westchester community. Um, one of our projects was to create something that showed how people can de-stress or how we personally de-stress. And at the time, I was a very stressed out person. So it was like the perfect, perfect project because I didn't really know how I de-stress, but I just knew that that cabin that I went to, because that's what the film is all about. Um, was just always just such a peaceful escape from the world. And that's how like I view filmmaking. I love creating stories that just take you out of the real world. You're just like totally immersed in the story that you forget that you're even watching a movie. So I, I made it all about the cabin and it was just so pretty because there's so many visuals and I had just gotten my camera. So I was able to capture like waterfalls and the woods and everything up there really nicely. Okay, so tell us about... Um... Walk us through the process of like the art direction with your shots, you know, like the process, the thought process of making the movie. So for that film, I wanted to, I used a lot of wide shots because I really wanted to show how beautiful all these different areas were and how peaceful it is. Cause a lot of shots with me, it would be like, I'd be in the middle or I'd be walking through and it's like, I was just surrounded by nature. So I focused a lot on wide shots and because I was mostly doing it alone, I had to do a lot of static shots. I wasn't able to do a lot of handheld things, but I think it kind of worked for the film because I was trying to go for that like peace, tranquil um, mm -hmm. space. So I did a lot of pans, a lot of tilts, just a lot to just show the space. That was my goal. So that was my thought process behind all those wide shots and all those pans and tilts and just anything to show the space. 
Okay. And uh, where can people find your film besides the festival? So they can find it on my channel. It's Straight Shooter Productions on YouTube. And you just have to scroll down, scroll back a little bit um, because it was from last fall, I believe. Okay. Um, So uh, tell me about the other films you've made in the past. So the other films that I make are, I would say, short thrillers. I always like to throw some kind of twist in there. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them have been done up at school. A lot of them have a lot of like sci-fi undertones and mysterious undertones. Like I think my most recent one, like my longest one, it's like about eight minutes, is about a girl who finds an engagement ring in her house and her boyfriend's on her way home and she's freaking out because she's not ready. And then when he gets home, she calls him and she's like, where are you? And they're both in the same house, but they can't see each other. So the film goes from like a confusing, like, oh, this poor girl, like she's not getting ready to get married. And then it turns into like the sci-fi thing where it's like, wait, you know, why are they yeah. both in the same house, but they can't see each other. So that's my, that's my latest one. It was my longest my longest so far and then right now i'm working on a dream film which is about a girl who can't sleep so every time she goes to sleep she just enters this kind of dream world like her own personal dream world and she has these set of rules that she follows on all the books that she reads on it and one of the rules is you should never see another person in your dream and so one day she does and then it goes from there and that's also a really big project for the summer because it's it involves a lot of shooting, a lot of um, prepping. So I'm excited for that one. That seems really intense and really interesting. Um, so let's talk about what, uh, it's like kind of a fun question in the middle of like all the serious questions. Uh, so what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is The Warriors by Walter Hill. It's from the 70s and it's funny because it's not even a horror movie and horror is my favorite genre, but yeah. it's an action movie. And it's my favorite movie because it is just like when you watch it, you really just get totally immersed in the world. It takes place in New York City, but it doesn't it doesn't look like New York City at all. Like it's about this. It's about all these gangs that meet up um, to like try to join forces and stuff. But then someone takes out the the leader of everyone. And so then they blame the warriors, which is the name of of one of the gangs. They blame them. So now the warriors have to make their way home back to Coney Island. And every single gang has like some kind of unique costume, some kind of outfit. Some people, uh, one gang is called the Baseball Furies. So they have like face paint of baseball, um, the baseball face paint and they have bats. So every single gang just has like a really cool, interesting costume look. And just from the way that they they take the subways all the way back to Coney Island, whenever I watch it, I just feel like they put so much work into making the film really feel like a movie. And it has kind of like a comic book style of transitioning. Um, So I love that movie. I love the soundtrack, too, that it just it adds to immersing the film. But yeah, it's not a horror movie, which it's always funny when people ask me my favorite film. So what's what's your favorite horror movie then? My favorite horror movie I don't want to be basic and say like Halloween, but mm-hmm. I watched it when I was like six. And honestly, any of John Carpenter films are because he's like my biggest inspiration. So any horror film by him, like The Thing is also a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one's really good. And actually, I think another 
horror movie of my favorite that wasn't done by him, but he did work on it was Halloween three. It's super underrated because it has nothing to do with Michael Myers, but I Mm -hmm. think the story is just really good. And it's like the perfect horror movie to watch like in October. I, um, when I was in film school, one of my professors, he was obsessed with uh, John Carpenter too. And he went on this whole rant about how the thing is actually a giant AIDS allegory and that like rewatching it in that kind of context because it's only men on the in the base camp in the remake because there's like one that was in the 1940s and like it's like transferred by blood like uh watching it in that context really reshaped the thought process about it it's really interesting but yeah john carpenter is uh cool uh it's interesting how um, you like work with a bunch of sci-fi themes or like enjoy sci-fi themes, but like the first like horror movie that's your favorite is like a slasher. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I love. I have a soft spot for slashers. I absolutely love slashers. Like, I love all the Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. like every single one. Um, Halloween, same thing. Scream. Like, I I love that kind of film too. And I, I did actually my first like feature script that I ever wrote was a slasher but obviously you know that's going to be put on hold for a while because right now I'm just on shorts yeah exactly um yeah um I'm trying to think I had a question and then I immediately lost it isn't that the worst yeah um but okay so what are some resources that you recommend for student filmmakers So recently, I think that one of the best sources is Facebook pages. The amount of opportunities that I get from going on a Facebook page, joining a Facebook page and just scrolling through it a little bit, like if even if it's like a little bit a day or at least a couple times a week, I was able to have like a a Zoom class with Jeremy Gerlich. He's the director of Murder Mystery 2. This was before that and it was for American High and then like a couple months ago, I got to see him in person for the screening in Syracuse because it's by Oswego. Um, but just like I, I hadn't put it together that that was him. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then recently, my friend also saw that they were shooting Pretty Little Liars season two by her. And if we had just known if we had been on that Facebook page for Hudson Valley Film Festival, especially if you're like in the Hudson Valley, join the Hudson Valley Film like Um, I think it's called Film Commission or just look that up Hudson Valley Film on Facebook and join those Facebook groups and message people on LinkedIn um, to get advice. Like honestly, using social media, that kind of social media to help you will go a long way. So I definitely think Facebook groups are like a hidden gem for filmmakers. Wait, so are they making another Pretty Little Liars series or are they making like a movie? It's the, I don't know if you saw, but it, they came out with it last year. It was season one. It was called Original Sin, and it had um, oh okay, mm-hmm. and so they did a second season. And we did go to like look at the set, but obviously we weren't able to like just help out. But mm-hmm. like in my head, I was like, okay, from now on, I have to put more effort into those Facebook groups because I didn't even know about that Facebook group. And they do send out posts like, oh, we need extras, we need this, so mm-hmm. you need to join them and like be right on top of it because not many people know about those groups. So do you have any advice, like, besides resources for student filmmakers, just any, like, words of encouragement, you know? Yeah, I would, I would say definitely, like, don't, it sounds like cliche, but don't listen to people who say, like, it's so hard 
to make it in the industry. Like if you, if you want to do it, like you have to give it your all because sometimes it's not about like how much talent you have. I mean, obviously put effort in your talent, but it's sometimes it's more about how badly you want it, how much effort you're going to put in. Cause if you, if someone's more talented than you, but they don't have that motivation to go and find those opportunities, like you should be doing that and don't let anyone say how hard it is. Cause if you really want it, like you should go for it. And a lot of people who want to go into film are very like worried and they'll have like a backup plan. I'm not saying don't have a backup plan, but I know for me, I don't because I'm just that motivated that I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to make it. I, I don't want to end up working a nine to five or working any kind of job like this is what I want so sometimes having that mentality and just pushing forward and mm -hmm. just as many short films as you can making short films is the best way to learn about filmmaking yeah um so sorry um uh, any other exciting things happening in your career or any exciting things that have happened um well, as apart from working on the film that I'm working on right now, my friend from Oswego, he he just graduated. So he's been making a lot of films and I'm going to help him shoot a bunch of things. And hopefully we're going to get them on his because his his mom's friend owns a movie theater and he's allowed him to screen some of his short films on that movie theater. So, oh, our plan, cool. yeah, our plan is to um shoot as much as we can and then finish editing some things because we have so many films from Oswego that we haven't edited um, and to get them up on that screen. Um, and I guess something else I'm excited about is I applied to a SUNY Oswego program to go to Hollywood. It's like a Hollywood class. You learn about Hollywood and then you go and I'll be going um, in January after taking the class in the fall. So I'm super excited for my senior year in general to just make make as much as I can. That's awesome. Um, so do you have any social media handles that you want to plug for your filmmaking? I do. So apart from straight shooter productions, um, I post on TikTok. I post like small, small um, videos like horror related. If you like horror, anything horror, like abandoned or movie stuff, I post on there. It's called a film by Christina Morris. So it's just at film by Christina Morris. And then my Instagram is Christina T. Morris. Sometimes there I post like the links to my YouTube films. Um, okay. Yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I've honestly been trying to figure out who's on your t-shirt. So, <laughs> so this is... um. Oh, yes. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that film. That one's a good one. I've um, been watching a lot of uh, Dira's films lately because... Um, I don't know. I've just been like going through a seventies like horror suspense phase. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Tenembre? No, but I've I think I feel like I've heard of it. Oh, it's gorgeous, and I personally, uh, my like most like things that give me the chills are like audio, um, and he really works with it. Uh, you should watch it. It's really good. Write um, it down for sure. Um, Okay, so we've come to the end of our time. Thank you so much, Christina, for being on the Film Session podcast today. It was wonderful having you. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was a great opportunity. Yeah, of course. Um, you have a good day. You too.